Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. Well, we got a lot to talk about today. Last night was the TLC pay-per-view, and when we were doing the show yesterday, we were in the middle of the pre-show match, and the pre-show match was Humberto Carrillo and Andrade, and I was watching it, and it was good. It's a good match. Humberto Carrillo won, but man, oh man, they're not doing the 50-50. Good match. There's some good stuff here. Pay-per-view started with a... A ladder match between the New Day and the Revival. Good match. A lot of creative spots. Nobody got killed. Things are looking good. After that, Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy come out, and nobody cares early because, you know, Alistair Black has been in a room for eight months wanting people to knock on his door. Buddy Murphy knocked on his door a month ago. Nothing happened. Now they're finally fighting. Nobody cares, but you know what? They had a great match. Next thing you know, the crowd's giving him this big ovation afterwards. Thought, man, oh man, what a show we got here today. Then it fell off a cliff. Viking Raiders, Gallows and Anderson, double countout. Reigns versus Corbin, TLC match, boring. The most boring TLC match you've ever seen. Bray Wyatt versus The Miz, god-awful worst of WWE. Rusev versus Lashley in a tables match, it was fine. But given all the time that they've devoted to this on television, nobody cared about this match. And then the main event, Becky and Charlotte versus Asuka and Kyrie Sane. About 15 minutes in, Kyrie Sane got hurt. Match completely fell apart. Ended up a total disaster. Asuka ends up getting the belts. Four straight heel wins on the Christmas edition. The final WWE pay-per-view of 2019. The final WWE pay-per-view of the decade. Four straight heel wins. And so they go to a a quick clip of Roman Reigns spearing Baron Corbin on some dudes. That's how the show goes off the air. Not good reviews so far. Not just from me. We'll talk about it more after the break. Observer Live. You get a shiver in the dark. It's raining in the park. But meantime... Sound of the river, you're stopping your home. 
It's not too late to get something great. Get to Kohl's and take an extra 15 or 20% off. Save on the gifts they want, like fine jewelry, the Xbox One S, toys and games, a new Fitbit, fine fragrance, and so much more. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, stores are now open 24 hours through 6 p.m. Christmas Eve. You'll find new gifts at every turn this holiday at Kohl's. 15 and 20% offers valid December 10th through 24th with promo code Big Savings. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. Give yourself the gift of great sleep through the holidays on the world's only mattress with the Purple Grid and get a free premium gift bundle to complete your Purple Sleep Set when you text SLEEPY to 84888. That's S-L-E-E-P-Y to 84888. Data rates may apply. It may not be over the river and through the woods, but if you're traveling over the holidays, protect your home and valuables with Blink security cameras. Blink X-T2 cameras are motion-activated, Place them anywhere, and when they detect motion, you get an alert and a video clip on your Blink smartphone app. Who on your gift list would love a Blink security camera? A busy mom whose Blink camera alerts her when the kids get home from school and lets her chat with them using the two-way talk feature. Or the business traveler who'll sleep better knowing his family is safe and secure. And don't forget grandparents. Blink X-T2 cameras are wire-free, set up fast, and run on two AA lithium batteries for up to two years. Blink X-T2 security cameras are the perfect gift for everyone on your nice list. Save up to 25% now through December 24th on Blink cameras and systems. Plus, get a free Amazon Echo with the purchase of any system while supplies last. Visit BlinkProtect.com slash sale. BlinkProtect.com slash sale. BlinkProtect.com slash sale. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash today? Have bad credit or maxed out cards? GotLoans.com can help. GotLoans.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks with over 100 different lenders. You can get up to $5,000 with no paperwork. Get your cash as soon as tomorrow. Just have a checking account and a regular income source. For the personal loan you need now, whatever your credit, it's GotLoans.com. On your smartphone or computer, GotLoans.com You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi joining us here in a while. Got a lot to get into here today. I already know where a lot of this is going. Anger and vitriol over Charlotte Flair. I've been reading, I've been reading all day about it. There is a... There's a very vocal minority, I'm sure, on the internet who they can't stand Charlotte Flair. Everything is her fault. And yes, there was a spot last night where Kyrie Sane was messed up in the ladder match and Charlotte went for a spear and Kyrie just didn't sell it and she sat down and Charlotte got mad and slapped her. And people are outraged and furious. They want Charlotte's head for this. Of course, Charlotte didn't know what was going on. 
she probably shouldn't have slapped her one way or the other, but it's not like she knew that she had a concussion and she was slapping her. I don't have an update on Kyrie Sane other than I have two things I have two things that I can tell you. One is that she just tweeted and she tweeted a thumbs up. I can also tell you that she has told people that she is okay. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means that they evaluated her and she does not have a concussion. I'm not sure. We'll probably probably find out more later on today. But she was clearly not doing well in the match last night. And my presumption here from, from watching the match is that she was probably hurt around the time that she was given a SOS slam into the barricade. And she fell down, and the mats had been moved away from the barricade for whatever reason. Probably fans pulling on the barricade, they pulled it away from the mats. And I think she landed on her head on the cement. So, at that point, she was clearly hurt. Might have been a little bit before that, but I think it was around that time. And she didn't take the spear right, she didn't want to take a bump. And then she really didn't want to go for a power bomb. but Charlotte was going to go for the powerbomb, because that was the spot... And for whatever reason, they weren't communicating. And Charlotte got her up and finally gave her the power bomb through the table. And later, Charlotte and and Becky were going after the Kabuki Warriors with chairs, and Kyrie's just running for her life. And finally, Kyrie and Becky start talking. And that's apparently when Becky figured out that Kyrie was hurt. And then later, Becky and Asuka were talking. And I presume that was Becky telling Asuka that you got to finish this match because Kyrie's out. And they continued on, and Asuka ended up getting the belt. And the match was a disaster. I mean, it was a disaster for a lot of reasons. Kyrie getting hurt was was just one of them, but there was no reason the match needed to go 28 minutes. It was way too long. It didn't need to go 10, 15 minutes after Kyrie got hurt. They should have just gone right to the finish, and everything would have been fine. But that's what they did. I mean, there's a lot of questions, and I don't have the answers to them. I mean, I know that some people are furious at Charlotte, but how about being furious at the referees who it's actually their job. It's not Charlotte's job. Like Charlotte, uh, Becky Lynch, when Becky found out that Kyrie was hurt, I mean, she went into action. And Charlotte didn't know that Kyrie was hurt when she was doing these spots with her. So the job of the referees is to make sure that everybody is okay and get that information to the people in the back. If you want to be mad at somebody, you'd probably be mad at the referees for not doing anything about this. Be mad at the people in the back who it's their job to say, okay, she's hurt, get her out of the match. Those are the people that you should be mad at. So I don't know what happened. All I know is that is what happened. And we'll find out the status of Kyrie, I'm sure. I mean, maybe we won't officially find out because whenever there is a head injury, they never announce a head injury. It's always... Uh, Kyrie saying out of action for an undisclosed injury. That's usually what they say about head injuries. I don't think she's wrestling tonight, but, I mean, the way that WWE works, if she got banged up last night and they evaluate her today and they determine that she does not have a concussion, it is not out of the realm of possibility that she works tonight. Because in WWE, you're either cleared or you're not cleared. And if you're cleared... Even if you suffered some sort of injury last night, if the medical personnel clear you, if they say you are cleared, I mean, it doesn't matter what happened yesterday, you can work. 
So I guess we'll find out what happens here tonight on the show. But that was the main event of TLC. And afterwards, Roman Reigns speared Baron Corbin. That match, that feud is going to continue. The Rusev-Lashley feud is going to continue after Lashley won a tables match with interference from Lana. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't, I don't think Miz and Bray Wyatt are going to continue on. Clearly, I think they're moving to the Miz versus Daniel Bryan. But those were the top matches for the show last night. Mike Sembravivi is with us now. And Mike, any thoughts on any of this? Uh, lots of stupid baby faces last night, um, to me at least. Well, there's I, a lot of stupid baby faces you. every night. Well, that's true, but they were certainly on display last night. You know, Roman's got no friends and no plan. And Rusev lost, and the Miz, who was completely impotent, went out there and stood there with an angry face as Bray Wyatt came out, and then just stood there as Bray Wyatt walked around the ring and ultimately failed. And we had Charlotte and Becky, who at least on two occasions had a chance to just climb up the ladder, but instead did something stupid, whether that was go out there and pull Kyrie out from underside, you know, underneath the ring, or when Oscar was laid out and, and Kyrie was just there throwing chairs. Nobody decided to go up the ladder. They just watched her throw chairs, mostly into the ropes, and watched them bounce away. But yeah, not not the best uh, day, uh, a banner day for baby faces yesterday for sure. This person here says, are you sure Kyrie didn't get injured when she tried to throw the chair into the ring and it bounced back and bonked off her head? I didn't notice that. No, that, there that, was... that might have been it. I'd have to look at the I'd have to look at the match again, but it doesn't matter. I mean, she got hurt one way or the other. And mm-hmm. it was an accident. I mean, the only thing that people said that wouldn't have been an accident was when when the baby faces were throwing monitors at Kyrie and Asuka. Yep. But, dude, these these monitors are like, they're the iPad minis. I mean, there's a thousand things in this match that were significantly more dangerous than these little iPad mini monitors getting thrown at people. So, Well, Flair, I mean, seemed to give her a shot at one point early on. It seemed like there were a couple times where she could have been rocked, including when she went through the table and looked like she hit her head on a monitor. So, I, you know, it could have been one of a number of things. Or, or it could have just been a number of things that turned into you know one big thing as the match went on. I don't know exactly what went you know sideways there, but something obviously did. Well, here's here's the deal. Also, for everybody who's furious at Charlotte, and there's always these people that they're going to get all the blame, even if this happens with a lot of different people. I mean, we we saw so many people have bad things happen to them last night. I mean, Kofi knocked uh, Scott Dawson off the ladder, and he missed the ladder. Uh, the Revival tried to give uh, Biggie a superplex, and he somehow missed the ladder. We had Alistair Black get his nose busted open. He's bleeding everywhere. We had Andrade get his eye busted open. He's bleeding everywhere. But Charlotte, Charlotte is the villain last night because she slapped somebody who she didn't know had a concussion at the time. Here's the thing, everybody, that you have to realize, okay? Forget Charlotte. If you trained in the WWE system, whether you're Charlotte, Roman Reigns, whoever, okay? You are taught to lay it in. I hate that. I hate that as a person who's been wrestling since the mid-90s. I was taught the opposite. You don't lay it in. You learn to work, and you try to figure out how to make it look real without actually touching the other person. If you guys knew how light Buddy Wayne was, I mean, you literally would not even believe it. He... He did the hair pull spot where he didn't even actually grab your hair. He made a fist on top of your head to pretend he was holding your hair, and then you took a bump. This is how light this guy was. Now we've got this generation where they're taught to lay it in, okay? What do you think's going to happen 
when you teach a bunch of pro wrestlers to lay it in, what's going to happen is you're going to have people getting hurt right and left. And for the for the promotion that's supposed to do the safe style, we have so many people that get hurt in WWE, and it's because a lot of them are taught to lay it in. You don't need to lay it in. You need to learn how to work and not hurt other people. That's the whole point of pro wrestling. If you're going to lay it in, it may as well be real. The reason it became fake in the first place was these people figured out, dude, we can go town to town and do six shows, six traveling carny shows a week, and, you know, if it's fake... We can do six shows a week. If it's real, we do one a month. That's the whole point. So you don't go out there and lay it in unless you want injuries up and down your show. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, a little bit of news, and we'll go back to the feedback here, of which we have in abundance, as I'm sure you're well aware. So WWE's made their first match announcement for tonight's Raw. AJ Styles' Randy Orton, which was originally scheduled for the TLC pay-per-view, they moved it to Raw. And after watching that show last night, dude, they should have put this on the pay-per-view. That would have easily been the second, third, maybe even the best match of the night. Well, they had to move it so they'd have something on Raw. And so we got one heel win after another, which I mentioned last night. I think it was on the Observer Radio Show, one of the 8,000 shows I did yesterday. So if you guys remember 2018, it was a, it was a terrible year for WWE. It was one just nonsensical storyline after another. Nothing made sense. It was ridiculous. All felt started falling apart in around October, November of 2018. So, the 2018 TLC pay-per-view, they had done a run of television where it was just one heel win after another. Just absolutely every single week, incessant heel heat on every single solitary show. So I started talking about heat! How they got to get heat. Remember this, everybody? Well, at TLC last year, the final show of the year, right there during the holiday season, well, I decided, well, you know what? We got a lot of heat. Let's actually give some people some happy endings. So that TLC show, it was one babyface win after another. And so leading into the TLC pay-per-view this year, I thought, well, you know, maybe we'll get a bunch of babyface wins on this show. It's the end of the year. It's the holiday season. The next big season, so to speak, kicks off in January, leading to the Royal Rumble in WrestleMania. Maybe we'll get some happy endings here on this show. I mean, the, the Royal Rumble, we're well over a month away from the Royal Rumble. There's a lot of time. We got these Christmas week shows. They're taping two Raws tonight. Just put some baby faces over. What a stupid thought that was. Viking Raiders, OC, double count out. King Corbin beats Roman Reigns. Bray Wyatt beats The Miz after invading his home. Bobby Lashley beats Rusev, and the Kabuki Warriors win the ladder match. I thought for sure that Becky and Charlotte were going to win the ladder match, so we'd have like a happy ending, and the Kabuki Warriors could beat them, and they could break up and feud, and whatever they're going to do with these two. But nope, I was wrong. He'll win, he'll win, he'll win, he'll win. Just up and down the show. Whoop-de-doo. So anyway, tonight, AJ... And Randy Orton. NXT on Wednesday. The big announcements. All Elite Wrestling will be opening with Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus the Lucha Brothers. It will be, as always they noted, commercial free. The NXT show is announced. They are kicking off with Adam Cole versus Finn Balor for the NXT title. Also commercial free. So that is the head-to-head battle. AW versus NXT. The big December 18th show. Coming up on Wednesday, PW Insider announced Kofi Kingston has signed a new five-year deal. That's not surprising. 
And a rematch of the final battle main event will take place on Ring of Honor's first show of 2020, January 11th at Center Stage. It will be PCO defending the title against the man that he won it from, Roosh. That is the main event of that show. All right, some feedback here. Edward, not that Edward. I enjoyed the first three matches last night, but then, as you say, it fell apart after that. I do hope Kyrie, Alistair, Andrade are all okay. Do you know if Scott Dawson is okay? I would note he was limping a lot during the ladder match where he might have hurt his knee again, or was he just selling? Well, there was a spot early where he was... They were both holding the ladder, and the New Day knocked the ladder into them, and he went down and grabbed his knee, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he was just selling throughout that match. I mean, he does have a bad knee and a giant brace on there, so... I would guess that his knee never feels great, but I didn't hear anything about Scott Dawson last night, so I would presume that he is okay. And he was back out there later on with the shatter machine to Roman anyway, so odds are he's probably okay, but we'll see. Got a lot of people here that are talking about the Bray Wyatt match. This person says, dude, dude, he says, what was that Ms. Bray Wyatt match? What in God's name was that actually? Miz doing slow motion moves, horrible kicks, horrible knees. As Vinny said, he did joint manipulation like his name was Pete Dunne. Bray Wyatt got no offense until the last two Sister Abigails had to be a worst match of the year contender. I tweeted that last night, that if, if this Bray Wyatt character had debuted in January, there's a chance that in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Awards, he would have gotten all 10 slots in the top 10 worst matches of 2019. Boy, did I get blowback on Twitter for that one. There are a lot of fans who just think this is so great. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was so great last night. Don't you care about characters, they say? Don't you understand what this is? You don't get this business, they tell me. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. Why don't you get it? Because Because I hated it. They thought it was great. One guy wrote it it was the best storytelling in years. That's what he said. The one that didn't get over to the live crowd? Yeah, the one last night, yeah. Okay. Best storytelling in years. Gotcha, gotcha. Because Daniel Bryan came back looking like American Dragon. Is that why people liked it? I did did have another guy that was like, you don't get this haircut. He's back as the American Dragon. Now listen, we'll find out on Friday, okay? But I bet you good money that guy ain't back as the American Dragon. Does everyone forget that when he debuted in WWE, he had that haircut and he wasn't the American Dragon? No. Do you guys remember that every time they do like a Raw 20th reunion, the Dudleys come back wearing those stupid glasses? Do you guys remember this? Like, this this is WWE. You think that guy is coming back as the American Dragon Brian Danielson? I mean, I've been wrong before, but... He's so coming he back, back as the same like Daniel Bryan that he was when he debuted and feuded with The Miz and had the same short haircut. He didn't have long hair when he debuted in WWE, everybody. He had the same short haircut he had last night. 
Well, fine. Go ahead and poop in their birthday cake. That, that, that I'm just telling see you. The American Dragon. They're at least going to see Daniel Bryan with a new haircut. And Bryan, that's what made that match good last night, obviously, because it wasn't any interplay between The Miz and Daniel Bryan. That that wasn't it. That that couldn't have been what it was. So I'm missing all of this character development. Now, is there supposed to be character development for just Daniel Bryan? Or is this character development for Bray Wyatt and, and The Fiend or not? Well, they're, the telling fiend it's, they're telling me it's character development for Bray Wyatt because I guess he well he's got a different character when he wears a sweater oh but I mean the only thing different about Bray Wyatt last night was he didn't do any offensive moves until the end he still is impervious to pain he still can't be beaten with any move I mean it didn't look that different to me but man some people person says Bray Wyatt versus Miz match was horrible to all the Twitter people who loved it I guess are the fans who have stuck around and developed Stockholm Syndrome for Vince, where they'll defend any and all sort of abuse the WWE puts them through and then ask for more. There's definitely some of that on Twitter. I don't know about everybody who liked it, but there definitely is some. Brian, I could not believe reading stuff on your timeline last night. Did people really enjoy that Castle Marmiz segment with Monroe scared to death on Friday and called this storyline one of the best in recent years? Yes, that happened. One of the best storylines in recent years. That's what they said. What do you want me to do? (laughs) If they're serious about it, it's, you know, it's tough to take them seriously. And I guess, you know, everybody's got their thing. You're going to have that thing that you like. And who am I to to crap on it? I just, if I'm supposed to take this with the history of the show and with the history of the companies and everything else, I mean, come on, give me a break. Versus the three-way TLC match, Asuka, Becky, and Charlotte at last year's TLC was far better than what we saw in last night's main event. The match was sloppy, disjointed, a lot of attempts to do something chaotic, had a slow-paced execution. Survivor Series, now this, I don't know what it is. These multi-women matches have been disappointing for a while. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's not just... Dude, there was sloppiness in the Revival match with the New Day. I mean... For some Too reason... Too many spots, these stupid TLC matches. It's just they have... They have they need to go away for a while. Even if you like this type of match, they have beat it into the ground. Nothing is special anymore. We are only ratcheting up. We are waiting for the car wreck. That is what this whole thing is now. Building up the spot to wait to see how somebody falls off the thing. And it has completely jumped a shark. There's too many of them. Uh, there's only so much you can do with them. And one of the only things you can do is find a new way to fall and a new thing to fall on. And I think... They have kind of, you know, if I'd love to see TLC become any other pay-per-view next year. Anything else, a different theme completely. This person here says, I wish I could give an opinion on TLC, but I fell asleep during the show. Main roster WWE not holding my interest right now. Pay-per-views like this, this person says, or why I don't watch WWE anymore? I play games instead. Genuinely awful and a waste of my time. This person here says, Brian isn't back as the American Dragon. He's back as Orange Cassidy. Somebody tweeted something out where they took Brian from last <laughs> night. They added the sunglasses. They added the jean jacket. And it is, in fact, uncanny. He does look exactly like Orange Cassidy. He, he could do the pocket dive if he wanted to. I think he'll be Maroon Cassidy. He's got that, <laughs> that color scheme back. Spurs says, with the double tapings tonight, Raw is set to start two hours earlier for the live crowd. Does that mean tonight's Raw will be pre-taped tonight? No, they just do two straight hours, no commercials. They'll get the entire thing done. So there you go. Raw will be live. Which is weird, actually, because... Let me think about this. 
Is Raw live? I actually don't even know now. Where are they tonight? I got to find out because that would be weird because you're going to tape next week's show and then you're going to go live with this week's show? That's the plan? I'm going to find out. Hold on. Stand by, everybody. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Mike, how's the house coming along? (sighs) Needs a ton of work. The pipes are leaking. Needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. You know anyone? Oh, just ask HomeAdvisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, HomeAdvisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like... Who will be the first head coach to get fired? Or who will win the NBA MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Haul packages for a living? A gas-powered Mercedes-Benz Sprinter delivers. Transport people? A Sprinter van with 0% financing is a five-star idea. If food delivery is your thing, then a gas-powered Sprinter caters to you. And if you're a general contractor, the Sprinter with 0% financing nails it. With innovation, safety, and technology, the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter is built for you. And it's built to protect your bottom line with 0% financing. The Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, starting at just 33790 Gas engine, 0% financing, and starting at 33790 Now that's a Sprinter that delivers. Mercedes-Benz. Vans. Born to run. MSRP excludes all options, taxes, title, registration, transportation, charge, and dealer prep fee. Options, bond availability, and actual dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and terms. Only valid on 2018 or 2019 Mercedes-Benz Sprinter vans, excluding cap chassis. Qualified commercial customers only. Financing offer valid through January 2nd, 2020. Check off your gift list and save by starting with Lowe's. Now you can get your choice of a 227-piece Cobalt Mechanics tool set for $99, a $600 value if purchased separately, or get a Cobalt 24-volt max cordless brushless drill with battery, also just $99. And for one day only, December 21st, all new and existing Lowe's Advantage card holders get 10% off purchases made with your Lowe's card. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Tools offer valid through 1224. Credit offer valid 1221. Subject to credit approval. Exclusions apply. U.S. only. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, so I, I didn't get 
all the info, but it looks like Raw tonight starts at 6.30 Des Moines time, which is 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern. So it looks like it looks like they're going to tape. It looks like they're going to run live and then tape Raw afterwards. That's what it looks like what's going on here. I misread this. So that, I mean, yeah, I guess that's what's happening. So they'll tape three hours of live Raw, and then when the crowd's totally dead after three hours of Raw, they're going to tape another two hours, bam, 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 to fill up a three-hour show for next week. Oh, sweet. Holy smokes. Good luck if you're in Des Moines, everybody. That looks to be where we are right now. Person says, I know everyone wants to talk about Kyrie's concussion, and rightfully so, but what's the word on Andrade? Is he splitting from Zelina and perhaps turning face? I don't know. They teased it again last night. I think this is a horrible idea to split those two up. But they've done it many times with many other combinations, as Dave noted. I don't get it. Ain't my company. That's all I got to say about that. Could it just be the, the evil woman may try to uh, take advantage of the fresh-faced kid? Is that a possibility we could see that coming down the pike? Now, God knows they could change this to whatever they wanted to. Well, it could also be a swerve. To. Exactly, but that's what I wonder if, you know, Andrade, they push each other around, and then ultimately she buddies up to him and then ends up screwing him somehow, uh, that being Humberto Carrillo, and then goes back with Andrade. I mean, it's obviously very early in this. It just <laughs> literally started, but... Uh, I'm not as down on it as you are just because, you know, I just kind of want to see where it plays out. But they are a good act together as a team, and I, I think if they don't have a plan or if they're just trying to – they just came up with something and they're doing it willy-nilly, I think it's a mistake. Dude, even if they have a plan, I've seen a thousand plans. Well, that's true. This person says, I agree with the people who praise the character of Bray and the Fiend because I personally like it. However, there are no debates to be had. All of his matches are terrible. The blowback you got was not deserved at all. Actually, the people liked the match. They thought that was a great match because of the storytelling. Never mind the storytelling was abysmal. Miz out there doing his whole... He actually said in an interview, okay? He said in an interview, I am not fighting as the Miz tonight. Then he comes out as the Miz. He's got the sunglasses... He's got the trench coat. He does the whole babyface entrance. He stands there in the ring while Bray does his entrance. Then, of course, you know, it's the Miz. God bless the guy, but he, there's zero intensity to his matches. And if ever there was a match that needed intensity, this was the one. Yeah. He's just going slow motion. He's wrestling underwater. It's just, it was bad. Like, I, I don't understand how this match can be defended. I really don't get it. I, I just don't get it. But there are people that thought it was a really good match because of the storytelling. This guy is wearing a sweater, and he doesn't want to get hit. I say the and the whole storytelling. Well, he wasn't getting hit, by the way. But what's the great storytelling of the whole thing? Look at the storytelling that led into it. I mean, how can you believe in the Miz? Can we? I. What's the nicest way to say that female body part on on, on national radio? Can we can we call the Miz? You know, I, uh, he's a wimp. 
Because that's the worst part is he's not even that female body part because that female body part is actually tough and strong and breeds life and gives pleasure. And unfortunately, the Miz isn't that. The Miz actually hid behind a woman. He couldn't even run into his daughter's room. He stopped. I he never hesitated. even mentioned that. He looked at the door and then Maurice went. You go first, he said. Him. Exactly. That's what he what? said. He goes, you go first. What? what kind of man is that? You, you sorry, you sorry somebody. You don't deserve to be called that woman's body part. You're not even close to that. That would be insulting to that. You are, you are low on the list, chump. You know, she is more man than you'll ever be. She should have been out there wrestling Bray Wyatt. At least she would have delivered some punches that made me believe that somebody left a doll in my three-year-old daughter's room. It, the whole thing doesn't make any sense, and, and it's hard to chuck your brain. And I know you're supposed to chuck your brain with WWE, but this is ridiculous. It gives you nothing to latch onto or to believe in or to give you any semblance of trying to you know, chuck your chuck your brain for a minute and get into the story. Everything just beats you over the head with how ridiculously phony it is, including that man's response as he stands there, angry-faced, staring at Bray Wyatt coming down to make his opening. Bray Wyatt gets up, turns his back to The Miz, stands up there, and is getting the crowd to believe in him. This guy just apparently violated the sanctity of your household and this is all it is it was a it wasn't as bad but in some ways it was and in fact in some ways it's worse to that lockup that randy Orton in, in triple h had and i know nothing means anything what are you getting all upset about it's just wrestling that's why we're down to about 2 million people, and nobody can sit there and watch a full episode of Raw uh, on their own without fast-forwarding through it or, or catching it later. It's just it's crazy. Here's another one here. The way they just randomly cut to the brawl last night felt like classic TNA to the back, even more frustrating given what Kyrie went through. This is two totally different things. Man. The reason they cut so quickly to the brawl was because it was another heel win. And so they wanted they wanted you to forget about it and see something that allegedly was going to make you happy, right, as a show. It wasn't like they were out of time. I mean, the show went off the air at 10.20 or 10.15 or something like that. I mean, they could have gone all night if they wanted to. But they wanted to get away from the heel win as quickly as possible to show Roman Reigns spearing Corbin onto a bunch of dudes. They wanted to get the pop on the air as quickly as they could and then get off the air in case, I guess, the fans turned on it or whatever. But that's why they did that, which, of course, begs the question, you couldn't come up with one match with a babyface win to end the show? Not one. There was nothing on this show that you could figure out where, hey, babyfaces are winning. Let's put it on last. I mean, maybe the, the New Day versus the Revival. I mean, that no. was a ladder match. That was for titles. Yeah, but That was a happy ending. But you're not going back to back with that. I mean, the main event. Don't of go that back show. to back. Open with the women's match. I don't like it. I, I I know what you're saying. I know it didn't work out last night with the women's match and the opener happened to be the better match. But just you're looking at those two matches on paper. What's the main event of the show? And I get, okay, if you want, I, I guess, no, there's there's no excuse. Even they're, on paper, it's four heel. Even on paper, it's four heel wins in a row. So you no. need to change your paper. You well, need to change rewrite paper, that paper. Sure. Yeah, but I don't know if I moved that match, even though it didn't do what it should have, I guess, or didn't do what people wanted it to. I wouldn't have moved that out of the main event slot last night. I would have changed something underneath. I'd have moved. I'd have, I'd have, I'd have had it open. Because you know what? If it opens, it doesn't have to go 26 minutes either. It can go 18. Well, 
Nobody Already an improvement. Gonna, nobody knew it was going to fall apart like that, although, yeah, 26. I mean, the length of that match, too, for that type of match is it was insanity. And that was the one thing about it, too, is it just it was even when you like everybody involved, it felt like it was dragging and it felt like it was, as Dusty would say, violence for the sake of violence. I mean, you, you got that feeling sometimes where it was just like, OK, what exactly is being accomplished here? Isn't somebody supposed to be climbing up for these, you know, for these titles? And it was more they hate each other. So they're going to beat each other with the plunder that happens to be laying around the ring because, oh, it's TLC day. Spurs says, Brian, why does it matter if heels go over? Everyone loves the Kabuki Warriors and Bray, even if they're heels. Charlotte beating up on Kyrie is hardly a happy inning. Listen, if you think that the if you love the Kabuki Warriors and you love Bray, that's fine. But the company booked a show where it's a pay-per-view event. The idea is you build up storylines and you pay them off at the pay-per-view. It's the end of the year, it's the last show. And on paper, they had every bad guy go over for two and a half straight hours. Okay? Like, if this worked, we wouldn't be seeing attendance and ratings. and I mean, every, every marker of WWE business is down except for what they're getting off TV rights fees. And one of the things is, like, nothing good ever happens. That I swear to God that's part of it. As a fan, I'm so sick of just heat, heat, heat. I wouldn't be watching it. It's one of a thousand reasons that the show drives me crazy. It's, it's like every now and then some babyface will actually win. And it's like, oh, my God, that was so awesome. And it almost never happens. I mean, honest to God, everybody, listen. Baron Corbin doesn't have enough heat. Really? He needed to go over last night because we don't have enough heat on Baron Corbin. There's nobody in professional wrestling that has had as much heat put on them. And is as disliked as Baron Corbin. And in their minds, they need to give him more heat. Why? Four straight heel wins. This person here says, aside from Kyrie getting concussed, I don't know what went wrong during that match. Well, I mean, some people aren't going to want to hear this, and some people aren't going to want to say this, but this is this is a fact. That match wasn't very good before Kyrie got hurt. No. I mean, it, it just wasn't, wasn't good. It wasn't good for a lot of reasons. There was a lot of sloppiness. The story of the match made no sense. There was a spot where Asuka got laid out outside. And Becky and Charlotte are inside the ring. And Kyrie leaves the ring and tries to hide underneath the ring. Yes. Okay, so so all the baby faces have to do is climb. Because one of the heels is laid out on the outside and the other one fled and went underneath the ring. What do they do? Well, does one of them climb and one of them goes to make sure that the heels can't get back in? No, they both leave the ring and they go to get Kyrie. Why would you do that? It's the stupidest thing I ever saw today. And this was like 10 minutes into the match. Even the announcers are like, why is nobody trying to win? That's what the, when your announcers are saying that. I mean, you got a problem psychologically with this match. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, and because they worked hard, because they put their bodies on the line, because you like all of those people. Oh, can I say one more thing? I hate to interrupt you, Mike. Go ahead. Can I say one more thing? So, the announcers can't figure out why the baby faces aren't trying to win. I'm asking the same question. Of course, I have people on Twitter going, "Well, the the heels want their revenge," mm. and even the announcers are like, "Well, clearly, you know, Charlotte and Becky want to get their revenge." Okay, 
Let's stop for a second and think about this. They want to get revenge for what? Well, both of them tried to beat the Kabuki Warriors in one-on-two matches, and both of them failed. The story was they wanted to beat them by themselves, but they failed. And when they both failed, they decided, you know what? Let's team up together and beat them. That's the storyline. So no, don't tell me that the storyline is, well, their big concern was wanting revenge. They wanted The revenge they wanted was to win. That's the storyline. And when they had a chance to win, instead of winning, they went to get Kyrie out from underneath the ring. What? Well, when she was throwing the chairs, why didn't somebody just take a ladder and climb up it because Asuka's laid out, and then somebody, as Kari realizes, why am I throwing these chairs and doing nothing on the outside, and she gets in, you kick her in the face while the other person climbs up and wins the title. It wasn't just once. It happened more than once where if that's supposed to be the overriding theme of the match, it took away from the rest of it. This person here says, I like that they've now explained that Bray, as a guy, is just impervious to pain. He doesn't have the mask with superpowers. It's just an attitude change on the same guy. I will say they did they did explain this on SmackDown, and I did like that aspect of it. Bray Wyatt, in the Firefly Funhouse, explained that pain is a function of your brain and that you can train yourself to not feel pain. Mm. Now, that may be BS, but you know what? That's the story. This character, Bray Wyatt, has trained himself to not feel pain. That wasn't even my problem with the match tonight, or last night. I don't care if everybody's hitting moves on Bray, and he and he can't be hurt. Okay, fine, whatever. I mean, you're going to kill all the baby faces. If Little you're happy warriors. with that, fine. My bigger issue is with The Miz. Miz gets his house invaded, and he just is the same goofy Miz character. Punk. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Uh, to the people who thought I was gonna flop. Yellow part of the reason I ain't gonna stop. Against the eyes I went hard until I pop. Came from the bottom and now I'm standing on top. I had dreams and now they all coming true. Remember in the beginning? When you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. 
Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800 470 Now available at select big five stores near you. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Dude, I totally forgot about this, but I want to thank the 718 area code for reminding me. So, so that guy please. that guy asked about why does it matter if the heels win, okay? I forgot this part of the timeline, and I'm going to do a long timeline, so we've got to make this quick. Last year, around October and November, that was a period where it was heat, 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 heat. Every show, incessant heat on every single solitary show. They did the TLC show with all the babyface wins, and the next night they did the big angle, you're the authority now, and they got rid of Baron Corbin. They blamed it all on him. Do you guys remember that? Why? Because during that period of incessant heat, the numbers tanked. And so they blamed it on Corbin, and they got him out of that authority role, okay? Do you guys remember what happened like six months later? Corbin was back in the main event scene, feuding with Seth Rollins over the title. It was heat, 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 Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin. Ratings tanked again. They had to bring back the superstar shakeup or the wild card rule or whatever because ratings were so bad. And now we're back to the draft episode again, and look who is on top, and it's heat, 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 heat. It's Baron Corbin again. They absolutely never learn. So, yeah, there is something to incessant heat driving off fans. It's happened two times now. Both times, by the way, Baron Corbin was in the main events. But anyway, there you go. And this year they didn't even figure it out because they've got a TLC with nothing but four straight heel wins at the end, including Baron Corbin going over Roman Reigns after pouring dog food on the guy. And Ricochet almost in the same position. Oh, yeah, Ricochet. Yeah, we'll see what he does tonight. He was on main event last week. Ooh. There you go. Hey, we're out of time, everybody. I'll be back in a moment, actually, with Filthy Tom Lawler for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. Talk about his fight 
with Minoru Suzuki this past weekend. we got a lot of great stuff. More coming up tonight. Enjoy Raw. Two Raws taped tonight if you're in Des Moines. We'll talk about it tonight on Wrestling Observer Radio. Thanks, Mike, as always. 